Welcome back to the Zero Lives Podcast. If you are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you usually listen on, nothing is different for you. But if you're watching on YouTube, you'll notice that now we have video, if this video thing works out. If there is no YouTube video for this, the video didn't work. <laughs> and <laughs> That's whatever. It's a we'll figure it out you know. soon. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But otherwise, that is the only thing different this week, so it's kind of a trial run. Uh, so welcome if you are watching on YouTube, if this all worked out nicely, uh, nice to see you. Glad you can see us. If you're watching or listening regularly on a podcast platform, welcome back. So last week we talked about, uh, some stuff that we had been up to in the last couple weeks and we teased that we had been playing some games that we were going to talk about. So this week we are going to talk about one of those games. What, what game are we talking about? We are talking about Dead Cells. Dead Cells. So Dead Cells is a game that we have, I think, referenced a couple times, if you are an avid listener. And it is a side-scrolling, roguelike platformer, yeah. essentially. Kind of a Metroidvania in a way, too. Yeah, think. a little bit. Yeah. So some stuff persists between runs. So it's got that Metroidvania-esque, uh, if you go past one area on a, a subsequent run, you can go somewhere different in the area that you passed because you unlocked something. something, Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's really cool in that regard. It is pixel art, which and it's very nice pixel art. It looks really good. Yeah. Uh, It's not bad. Not. What do you mean it's not bad? (laughs) You don't like it? I see better. Like what? (laughs) I don't I don't I'm not putting you on the spot. I'm just wondering, like if you had to think of like a beautiful pixel art game, what comes to mind? Well, a game that is not out yet. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I guess that's that I would thing. say is like how I a perfect doing the pixel art perfectly is that game, uh, Sea of Stars. Sea of Stars looks gorgeous. Which is an upcoming yeah. RPG by the creators of the Messenger, and it that is like the style that I I love. Yeah, definitely. Even something like Octopath Traveler, I didn't love the gameplay, but I really like the pixel art in it. Stardew Valley, I think, is beautiful. Celeste. I hate that game. Stardew Valley. You hate Stardew Valley? I don't know. I can't figure it out. Yeah, it's, a, it's a different type of game, you know? Yeah, so it's, it's. I agree with you. It's not like the prettiest pixel art yeah. that I've ever seen, but I think it's done pretty well. There's a lot of emotion that goes on with like your silent character. Like he'll just be like, yeah, kind <laughs> yeah. of thing, like two thumbs up. Um, and it's, I, I think they've got the motion pretty well dialed in in that. It's pretty cool. And like when you dodge, he like rolls and it's not mm-hmm. like a, like a four frames per second type thing. Yeah, it's yeah. like a pretty smooth, uh, high frame rate game, which is important because of the nature of the game. It's a roguelike, yeah, and it's combat based and pretty, pretty unforgiving sometimes. Yeah, later on it gets pretty challenging. Yeah, definitely. So, like I said, we have played Dead Cells and we've res- referenced it before. And uh, I think, Dewey, this was your first time playing Dead Cells? I had never played it. I watched, like, um, one of the streamers that I watched play it a decent amount. So I, like, knew about it, and I was like, that's really cool. And for some reason, I just kind of was like, I'll get that at some point, and just never did. Yeah. But now that it was on uh, PlayStation Premium. Yeah, it's free on there now, so. It's it's great. Yeah, definitely. So 
I to start things out, I highly recommend it if you are into roguelikes at all. I think it's a pretty good example of what could be really great about the genre, and it avoids a lot of the problems that some of the other titles in the genre have. You know, so what I really like about it is that between stages, you can spend the cells that you get in a stage, which is really nice because you get permanent upgrades with those cells, which makes it feel a lot better than going through this whole run and then losing and then just starting over with the same with nothing, everything. No exactly. Progress. Exactly. So I feel like that's the kind of, I don't know, that's kind of how the genre started, you know, like it was just like a arcadey style, just go and then die and then start over or whatever. Yeah. So I think this is, uh, a good example of the culmination of the roguelike genre, mm-hmm. genre, and it, it, I think it just works pretty well. Yeah, a lot know? of games have been doing that lately, like Undermine. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, under. Oh, that's did we do an episode on Undermine? No, no I think we, we talked about it though. We've talked about it when we started this podcast. I was really into Undermine. I think that's when I was mm-hmm. really into it. Yeah, it's a great game. Uh, but actually, that's kind of pixel art too, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, very similar. Um, so for Dead Cells, when I played it last, uh, I got it on PC when it was in early access, I think, and kind of played through a little bit there, and that was a lot of fun. And then I got it on Switch when that released because I just kind of wanted the portability factor of it. And then the Bad Seed DLC, I think. Uh, I think I played some of that, and that's the last time I had played it until now. And that kind of brings me to one of my critiques. Yeah, I didn't... I disliked this part when I was playing. Um, there is DLC sections of the map that you can go to that are open, you know, just whenever and you just need a key or something that you would get from having the DLC. But you don't have the DLC in the PlayStation Premium. Yeah. So, which does make sense. You know, like, if we think about this from a marketing perspective, yeah. they want to give you a bunch of different games, but at the same time, the developers of that ga- of those games, if they have paid DLC, they still want to make money yeah. off those games. So it's kind of like you can try this game, you can try the base version of this game, but if you want the full experience, you do have to pay for that DLC, which is fine, I think, for this model. But the only thing is, what happens if I pay for DLC and then cancel my subscription? Ooh, yeah, that's a good point. You know, because then I don't have access to the game anymore, but I bought the DLC. Not so loving just, that idea. Yeah, I didn't really think about that. Yeah, so it's kind of one of those things where it's like, ah, this that's one of the faults with the PlayStation Premium. And that that's not to say that the same thing doesn't happen with Game Pass. You know, Game Pass, yeah. they cycle through games. So sometimes they'll take games off of Game Pass, um, which I think is kind of a bummer. You know, like, why not just keep everything there permanently yeah i I like playstation leaving them on there and just adding yeah yeah i think that's a good idea but the dlc is a little strange i think that is kind of on the developer though to not i I can't think what i'm kind of blanking but i know one of the games i played it gave me like dlc stuff with it okay i think like golf with friends included all the dlc but then again it might have been Free DLC for yeah, that specific title? Yeah, I'm not sure, Brandon. I well, it's weird because I just assumed that all the games would be their complete form, you know, yeah. like in this premium package. Well, so. I, I 
I think unless like like how um Ghost of Tsushima has like the director's cut or yeah, like ultimate whatever. edition kind of like thing. if yeah. it's like that, I think it would. But if it's not, I feel like that is the complete form. You know, like the DLC is extra unless they put That's out a true. complete package. That okay. is true. All right. Yeah, I get that. Like Hollow Knight, uh, all the DLC was free, so I, I don't know. I guess that kind of goes back to the but then question. They have the Void Heart edition, exactly. <laughs> and then they made the Void Heart edition where everything is included in that edition. Yeah, you know, and that's just what comes with the Spirit yeah. Fair did the same thing. Oh, all right, it was all free DLC, but then they have like the uh, I forget what the add-on was called, but it's like a. Like a named edition, though. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. Like, well, what's, yeah. what's the right. point of it? But. Right. Uh, yeah, that's true. It's kind of weird that they would be like, oh, the, everything in one package. It's like, it's, well, yeah, it's all free anyway, though. That's yeah. a good way to, um, I guess, re up interest in it. Yeah, like, like advertise that yeah. there is new content if you haven't played it in a yeah. while, something like that. That's a good point. So I got to ask you guys did you notice anything playing this recently, like with the controlling of your character or anything? Uh, no. No. Okay. Well, so I, I never had this issue when I played it the first time. And every time I've tried to play it since I downloaded it on PS5, I, I don't know if it's, like, my controller or what, dude, but... I think your controller's broken. It's... Dude, it's not, though. Okay. We'll go, go I, on. I literally bought a new controller because my old controller started to... It started to drift down. Yeah. So I bought a new controller, and it doesn't do that in, like, any games... But ever since I started trying to play Dead Cells again, I've just noticed like this this is gonna sound like a, a coincidence here, but it's like super sensitive to like like if I'm running and I even a little bit like tilt down, he just crouches immediately. And I'll just stop running. <laughs> it's gonna sound a little <laughs> sus, but it, the controller but I'm using my new controller. But the um, controller makes me lose. I don't you know if I don't I have, <laughs> if I have in less than a year have had two uh PS5 controllers drift down, I'm that's not mad. great. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, um, not good. I will also add that we played another game that we'll be doing an episode on, and Brandon messaged me and was like, this platforming's really difficult. And I'm like, no, it's not. And he's just like, I don't know. And he was like struggling with it. So I think there's something up with your controller. I don't know if that was oh, the old controller. I, not, yeah, that makes sense. Do you, you know what I'm talking about? Anything? Yeah, yeah. Why, you had a, a similar issue? No, dude, he told me about it. Oh, okay. He was <laughs> like, did you have any trouble with this game? And I was just like, no. Yeah, and he was like, no. Brandon's having trouble. I was like, that's insane. How could Brandon have trouble if I didn't have trouble? Yeah, I think it's your So, <sighs> Well. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, we'll it's, have to do it's experiments. It's frustrating, though, and it, like, it turns me off. Is it? <laughs> I don't like dead cells because my controller doesn't work. <laughs> well, sometimes you do, like, controller but updates, I'm, I'm not too. having any issues with other games I'm playing, so I don't, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know either. Yeah, interesting. He's lying. Yeah, no way. <laughs> no chance. Anyway, um, the controls for me felt fine. I, I didn't struggle. Yeah, I, I think they feel pretty good. Uh, they're pretty tight, like that you don't like slide, slip and slide all over the place kind of thing. You don't crouch. Yeah, you don't crouch. I don't crouch. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Two out of three of us don't yeah. crouch. But other than that, like the gameplay is really fun. The combat feels good. That's yes. awesome. And it, when it's working. It's yeah. another it's another roguelike that just has, it's one of these games that you know, the developer just really likes other games and has, like, so many different references in it. Oh, boy, yeah. So off the top of my head, there are, uh, in this version, too, like, mm -hmm. these have been added over time, and this was new to me picking this back up now. So there are references to Hollow Knight, 
such as being able to, uh, if you find like the bench where in Hollow Knight, that's where you rest and it's like a checkpoint and it refills your life, kind of like a bonfire in Dark Souls. Um, but in Dead Cells, there's a point where you find the bench from Hollow Knight and if you sit on it, you unlock the nail weapon, which yes. is so they're not subtle Easter. <laughs> no, it's, no, no, it's hey, and it, you know, like the you know, you sit on the bench and it's like, oh, this is really comforting for some reason. It's, yeah, yeah, exactly. The writing in this game is, I think, really clever. You know, like even to the point where between stages, there's a point where you're supposed to s- spend all of your cells to unlock the door to continue. Yeah, but there's a little sign on the door that stays locked until you spend all your cells that says, "Please do not break this door." Basically saying, like, this door can be broken. You don't have to spend all of your cells, which took me a long time to figure out. Like, I I remember that from before, but I had forgotten it when I just picked this up again. Dewey was like, just break the door. Because I was like, how are you ever supposed to have, like, this many cells at once? And he was like, just don't spend them. I was like, you can't not to. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, well, I can't break the door. It told me not to. You guys should know by this point, if there's something that tells me not to do something, I'm going to do it. Yes, exactly. But actually, there is in the very starting area before you start a run, there's like a book that references all of the Easter eggs. Like it says like, oh, there's this like bug something. It like references Hollow Knight and then like Guacamole and uh, what are some other ones? I know there's Guacamole, Hollow Knight, Curse of the Dead Gods. Okay. That was one of them. Yeah, is this something you can just like inspect or something that says all the games in there? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of because I remember reading this list as it came down, but I don't remember where I saw it. Yeah. But the point is there's a bunch of different uh, kind of homages to these different games that clearly influenced Dead Cells, which is so cool. Like, I really, really love when developers kind of give nods to other games in similar genres or just that inspired Even them. Even if it's, like, a different style game and it's just like, yeah. oh, we're using this weapon because it's cool. Like, yeah. that's awesome. Exactly. I love that. And, oh, there's a flask that you can, like, break on your head and do damage yeah. to yourself. I forgot what that's from. Maybe it's Curse of the Dead Gods. I can't remember. But... I don't know. I thought that was really cool. I, I really like when games uh, are, like, nice to each other. So it, I say that because if anybody has played Mortal Shell, it's a it's clearly a Dark Souls ripoff. It's it's not even, like, a Souls-like. They ripped that game. The entire, and, like, aesthetic of the game. Yeah, like, Let's exactly. do it, but worse. Exactly, and it's nothing against that game. That game sucks. I I didn't like it nearly as much as Dark Souls, but I kind of liked what they were doing with it. You know, like, it it was an interesting idea. But there's a point kind of toward the beginning where you kind of get, like, past the tutorial stage, you know, and then get into the game, and there's, like, a bonfire. or, Or somebody, you talk to somebody, and they're like, oh, you won't find any comforting bonfires here or something like that. And I don't know, maybe that was meant as like a positive nod to Dark Souls, but I took that as like our game is way harder than Dark Souls and like, you know, like don't expect a bonfire every couple feet like in Dark Souls 3 or whatever. I was just like, fuck you guys. You know what I mean? Like you clearly ripped their game and now you're going to like trash talk their game. So I don't know. I really like that Dead Cells is being really cool about stuff and being like, oh, this is really cool. Look at this bench. And now you can use the nail. And the nail has like a specific ability that you can like bounce on enemies like you can in Halloween. Yeah. Which I think think is uh, really cool. So in terms of the the stages, did you guys 
think the game was as long as it is. I mean, b- previously, no, because I, like I said, I only watched it, so it was like more passively, like kind of knowing where stages were and things were. But when I played it, I was like, oh, this is like, oh, these runs can take a while, especially with, yeah. I don't play fast. Like, I'm not like sprinting to the end, whatever. Like, I'm going through trying to get every single item, every single upgrade, whatever's on the ground. I'm looking through everything, killing everybody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And actually, this game kind of rewards you for doing either. Yes. Like, yeah. if, if you speed run things, you can unlock doors after a stage. Yeah, they have time limits on them. Yeah, that give you, like, a bunch of stuff, essentially, to equate what you may have missed if you were going really, really fast yeah. through the stage. So it, it's cool that the developers are acknowledging some people want to play uh, really quickly and kind of speed run stuff. And in that case, you don't want to penalize them for it. So you want to give them a little bit of yeah. incentive to do that. Or if you want to play like Dewey, I know you do. Uh, I do the same thing. I try to go through, explore the entire map of a stage, yeah. uh, kill all the enemies and, you know, collect all the cells that I can from those enemies. So, and just kind of play at my leisure. And they also give you a reward if you can do that without getting hit. So there's like, you know, if you're like, oh man, that's that time door seems pretty cool. There's another one for if you beat however many enemies without getting hit as well, which usually it's not the whole stage, but it's usually pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, there's also right. uh, cursed chests. Oh, those are fun, man. It took me about <laughs> maybe three of them to realize which ones were cursed. And I remember talking to Anthony about this because I had <laughs> I had like a fantastic run. Um, I hadn't like. I don't know. I had a bunch of things, and I was like, there's literally no way I can lose this run. And then I just saw a chest, and I was like, let's open it. And I opened it up, and I got a curse and ended up dying to a boss. So the way that the curses work is it gives you uh, an upgrade in exchange for saying you can't – any hit that you take for the next 10 enemies that you have to kill, like 10 enemies without Mm -hmm. getting hit, because if you get hit once, you die. Yep. Wait. So, do you get a cursed chest? And it was, I beat, I cleared the entire stage so there's no enemies left. Yeah. I just had to go to the next stage, which was the boss. I got the cursed chest, and I was like, oh, the cursed chests are the ones with the fucking skulls on them. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. And I just like, didn't yeah. realize. And then I went into the boss, and I had their um, uh, passive, I forget what they're called. The things you get, the parrot, what is it? Like, like the red, green, or Yeah, the little buffs ones. that you get. Yeah, it's like a you know scrolls. Scroll, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, there's scroll or something. There's one that no, not that one. Like the actual, like the one thing that gives you like a free respawn if you die. Oh, oh, oh the mutations. The mutations. Yeah. Yes. Um, I had that one, and I didn't. I also didn't read this because that's not, that's not my style. Um, Dude, if, you, if you, if <laughs> you, if you get that mutation, uh, it doesn't work with curses. Oh, I didn't know that, actually. I, I found it out when I was like, well, I still got that, so if I die, it's whatever. And oh. I just had to fight the boss with the curse, and then it killed me. And I'm like, oh. And then I read it after seeing it the <laughs> oh. next time, and I'm like, it doesn't work with curses. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. I got a question for you guys. Yeah, what's up? So what would be, like, your ideal run if it was, like, if you got, like, this loadout, you would be like, this is a perfect run for me. Like, what would be the weapons? The assassin, what are your favorite? the assassin dagger That's for sure. That's one have to stab him from behind, right? Yes, and okay. it always does a crit. Okay. Um, and then I like the sinew slicer, mm-hmm. sinew slicer, and the That's wolf trap. One. Wolf trap's really good. Yeah, so it holds them in place, and then you put down the slicer, and it just, like, shoots it's blades like a at them. turret, basically. Yes, exactly. And then also having, I don't know, a semi-long rant, like a, the infantry bow or something like that. Okay. Just I just need one item. What's that? Mushroom boy. 
See, I never got that. Dude, what so what does good. that do? I don't remember what that is. You summon that. this little mushroom, and this is, I literally got this item. It's legendary, and I was like, oh, I won this run, and this was the run that I just talked about that I died with the oh, curse. the curse, okay. He, it's like you summon him, and he doesn't die, and he just always, like, runs with you and will, like, run at enemies first and just attack them. You can just sit back and do literally nothing. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> and, like, if he never dies, and if he does, you can just respawn him. Well, that's really good. And if you like, because I tried to see what you do, like, you know, I had him on like the R2 slot or whatever, and I pressed it, and then you can press it again, and you just sacrifice him. It's just like really sad. You just kill him for no reason. And I was like, oh. Do you get anything for killing you? Get a trophy. That's terrible. Oh my God. I felt so bad. That's but, funny. But yeah, he's, I would definitely, that thing is like the best. That's the best item, or, you know, anything I saw in that. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's, definitely. I, I love the Sinew Slicer, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really good. For me, I think the my perfect combo is Ice Blast with the Broadsword, dude. Dude, Ice Blast oh. is, it makes it so, <laughs> so much fun. unfair, dude. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Just freeze them and just one hit with the broadsword <laughs> usually shatters them. <laughs> you kill pretty yeah. much anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's really so good. good. Yeah. I like the I like the infantry bow as well, but that was before I realized like how the combat works. So I was just like being safe, yeah. super, super safe. And I was like, oh, I can just kind of get in there and do whatever I want to. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Is that the one that just shoots really fast or which I, one? Was it's that? five or three arrows or something. It's three like a one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's one that shoots like almost like a machine gun, isn't oh, there? That's awesome. Yeah. I don't remember what it was, but yeah, so I okay, so full transparency, Brandon and I didn't play a lot of this game this time. No, I Do played, we played a the lot most? back when I was really into it. But yeah, same. You guys full, yeah, since the PS Plus, I've only done you know, two or three runs. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah so I'm, it's not like fresh in my memory. All the right, power ups and stuff. But um, there's one stage that I want to talk about because I I like the. Um, you know, like kind of like Isaac's style of like there's the main stage, but there's also like the side stage that you can go to. And like, you know, Gungeon does that as well. Right. And, and so, for example, like you start in this the, the starting stage and then you can either go to the promenade of the condemned or the side uh, path is the toxic sewers. Yeah. Right. And then from the toxic sewers, you can either go to the, you know, the next regular one or you can go to the ancient sewers, you know, and sometimes you'll need like to go through the regular game a bit to get an upgrade, like a teleport thing. To go into the side one, and then the side ones will have like an upgrade for something else. Yes, kind of thing. exactly. So there's always a um, a reason to go to these side paths so that you can con- continue the main game. I can't remember the name of it, but I can describe to you the stage. And what is the point of it? <laughs> it <laughs> there's, it's on the fourth part, or the what is the part where you need all the keys for the village doors or whatever? Well, the rose keys, um, not the three, no, not the three the, ones. Uh, oh, okay. After that, the fishing hamlet, essentially. I forgot what it's called, but it reminds me of that Bloodborne. Okay, the fishing hamlet. It's after the first boss. It's like maybe the fourth or fifth, fourth yeah. stage. Um, yeah. but there's a side stage in there that you go into one of the doors, and like I use the key in this side stage, and then you can't progress in the actual stage. And I was like, oh well, I guess I'm forced to go this way now because I messed up. Oh. And the side stage is, it starts off pitch black, and you have, like, a light that you have to follow, and you have to follow those chain of lights, because if you lose the light, you just lose health. Yeah, yes. yeah I remember that. Yes. And then there's, like, a million crazy strong enemies that, like, I hadn't seen before, yeah, and there's, that, like... That one sucks. Like, yeah. what's the point of going there? I actually went there, and I'm, like, running through it, and I, like, had a ton of life, and I had, like, a really good run. There's also the one with all the statues, right? What's that one? Is that the... Now come to life? High Castle, or no? I believe so. 
I think that's a standard stage. I think so too, and it's fucking sucks. Yeah, that's no, where I, I think died. the one you're talking about, Dewey, was like the worst one. Like the I, one yeah. that I was like, if I don't have to do this, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> I, yeah, because I, I like I accidentally unlocked it, and again, like I said, like I used the key. It's either there or for progressing to the main stage. So like yeah. I, you know, locked myself into going to that stage. And I tried like really hard and I ended up losing like all my life. I had like, you know, two heels that I was like using that area and I, I just was struggling and I made it, I thought close to the end and then hit a dead end and I was just like, I'm just trying to get out of here. Like I wasn't even trying to get everything. Yeah. But I ended up dying in there and I, I, I never I want to go back. I don't remember, Brandon. Is there a lantern you can get like That'd an be. upgrade so that you don't have to only go by the set lanterns in that stage that makes it easier? Um, I mean, I don't like that. I don't remember. Helpful. I don't remember either. That comes to mind, but then again, maybe it's just because so many games have dark areas that, that, like, you can't really explore until you get an item that kind of lets you. Um, But, yeah, it's that typical, uh, like, from Gears of War 1 with the Krill or whatever, like, you have to stay in the light or else the darkness or something in the darkness is, like, eating away your life. Or it's, like, um, the best game we ever played. Metro Uh, Dread? (laughs) No, that game sucks. What game? Um, Plague Tale. Oh. <laughs> Who's excited for a Plague Tale 2, right? A lot of people, dude. Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, they're all wrong. Yeah, I'll they're... Play. Yeah, if it's free on uh, premium, I'll give it a shot. I, bet it I, w- be. I would try it if it's free. If it's a different gameplay, because it's supposed to be different, right? If it's different, and... <laughs> You're not going to play it. I'm not going to play it. Just like, I, mean, no I would assume right off the bat, you have like your cool powers, so it's probably already better, but... Yeah, that's true. You guys didn't even get to the point where you could control the rats, dude. I know, fuck that. Dude, game sucks. <laughs> just sick them on fucking guards and shit. Dude, it doesn't make sense. Don't put it behind. How does it not make sense? Because. <laughs> <laughs> Let's I go over this again. We're having it again. Yeah. I just, I don't think you should lock uh, the cool. Plague, dude. You shouldn't lock cool gameplay behind four hours of boring ass gameplay. Yeah, exactly. Which we'll uh, talk you about know, that, that in our... Dead Cells does not do, so. You just Dead Cells. Dude, Dead we'll Cells talk about goes... that in our next episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, no. <sighs> Tune in for our next episode <laughs> where we have wildly different opinions, which yeah. next episode I think is going to be really interesting. I think that one will be good, too. Because I'll... typically Brandon's like, yeah, no, games are good. And yeah. usually I'm the one that's like, I hate games this. are bad. Yeah, I never so. hated anything. You, don't, you did not <laughs> like games. Yeah. So next episode is going to be funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, but for Dead Cells, is, is there anything else that you guys want to talk about with it? <sighs> I mean, there's a lot of cool weapons. Um, mm-hmm. The humor's funny, like we mentioned. Like, just even your character being, not saying anything really, and just kind of being. It's yeah. still like somehow they make like it funny. I mean, what yeah. is it? What do you? Is there anything that for you sets it apart from every other roguelike in the genre? Because there's a lot now. That's tough. It's I don't really know what it is, but I like it more than other ones. So another one that comes to mind is Curse of the Dead Gods, yeah. mm-hmm. which I did like a lot. It just didn't hold my attention like Dead Cells did. And then Dead Cells didn't hold my attention like Isaac did. Yeah. And then Gungeon, you know, like there's this yeah. hierarchy yeah, in I, my mind. I think the thing that I like about Dead Cells that like sets it apart from other roguelikes is the combat is really fun. It's yeah. smooth. It feels really yeah. good. But I think the thing that it doesn't have that I need in a roguelike to, like, really get me hooked is just, like, variety and, like, unlockables and weapons. Yes. There could be more, yeah. Or There's, you you know, a dozen different, like, weapons, a dozen probably, but. The 
the it's just not enough. I want like Gungeon has like hundreds of yeah. weapons and power ups and synergies. And, There's yeah, yeah, it's oh, it always feels very very different. Yeah. Story. Dead Cells is really fun, but there feels like a little bit less variability. <laughs> it, it's and, a little different each run, but not like anything crazy. Yeah, in, in gameplay. At yeah. least. Yes. What I do like about Dead Cell, because I totally agree with that, but I really like that each stage feels really different. And like the the actual environment that you're in is always really interesting. Even if it's the darkness one that sucks yeah. to be there, it's still like a cool place that you're in. And like the, the little bit of lore that you're given, because you're essentially like trying to escape this weird uh, like experiment prison thing and like all these enemies it's implied through some little notes that you can find is that like somebody is doing experiments to make these monsters or whatever and you're trying to like get out of there but at the same time you are a monster you're like this like yeah. black hole you have no head yeah you have no head but it's like a black hole essentially and every time you die you, like you, you just re-blob you re-blob and then just kind of, like, form a new body. But you leave your old body behind, and it, it's kind of implied that your uh, corpses are fueling the experiments, you know, from from in-between stages. Yeah. I don't know. It's still pretty cool. You know, like, I, I like... There's not really a story, but there's a little bit of lore that gives it that, like, intrigue, I think. Which is how most roguelikes are. Yeah, definitely. definitely. There definitely needs to be that. I don't... There's, there's something about, I think... The speed of how you get new, like, you know, the quickness of how you get new weapons in this that leaves a little bit to be desired. Yeah. Because, like, you know, the gameplay is going to be pretty much the same, you know, kind of a run. There's different weapons, but I feel like you get them a little slower than typically. Yeah, I think so, too. So I think that can be a little limiting initially. Yeah, because, like, you have to unlock the weapon. You find the blueprints and then yes. you spend cells to unlock the weapons, which it, it feels good when you get to unlock a weapon, but it just kind of unlocks it. You get it right when you unlock it, and then it just puts it in the game in future runs. Which is nice, but I just, I feel like a lot, some of the weapons are a little bit pricier, so if you're like, oh, yeah. I really want to get that one, it's going to take you like a couple runs to get maybe one new weapon. So, yes, exactly. you know, it just feels like a little bit slower paced in that regard. Yeah, they, they kind of reward you for playing more and more and more and yeah. getting further and further. So where, like something like Gungeon, it's just like, like I'll just keep playing. Yeah, Gungeon or Isaac has, you know, hundreds and hundreds of items where you're going to get new stuff pretty much every run. You might not get, like, a great thing, but you're going to get something. Right, exactly. So, I don't know. I, I still think it's really good. It's not necessarily the best roguelike. No, but, but it's, real, it's really fun. Yeah, I highly recommend it. it. It's up there for me. Yeah, me too. I'm glad that I finally actually got around to playing it. Yeah. Cool. I wouldn't say, like, you know, it's not, you know, this is the best you ever, you know, you need to play it, but it's definitely, like, it's a top contender for, like, a really good one. Really solid. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, uh, we just noticed that the video stopped. So in the beginning of this episode where we were talking about we if you're watching this on YouTube, you're not going to be watching this on YouTube. <laughs> Maybe watching some clips. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe some I don't clips. Know. We'll see how Maybe much we'll got. we'll get on the huh. TikTok. Yeah, we'll see how much actually got saved. We'll figure it out at some point, though. Yeah. We'll keep trying. But anyway, that was Dead Cells, and we highly recommend it. Check it out. Hell yeah. It's on not just PlayStation. It's on Switch, I know. I'm pretty sure it's on Xbox. PC, yeah, whatever. PC and stuff like that. But if you have the premium, it's free. Exactly. Go play. So, yeah. So go play it, and we will talk to you guys next week about another game that we are a little bit split on, but you have that to look forward to. Bye.
Bye. Bye. <laughs>